Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. I'm Robin Crane, and I was a financial advisor for over a decade. But before that, I was a singer-songwriter. And now, even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven-figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Welcome to Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way. This, I'm Robin Crane here with Jessica Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> so I Jessica, am so excited to be here, Robin. I'm excited to have you. I, I feel like we're going to have a very long episode. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We might have to cut you off and, uh, and do this again because we know we know we like to talk on and on. So Jessica and I actually started working together about four years ago, and she's one of my uh, amazing femmes, our, my program, Female Empowered Moneymakers. And, um, but really here, we are here to showcase how you've done such an amazing job leveraging your time and using online strategies for fast success for your traditional financial business. That's really not very traditional anymore. So um, (laughs) not at all, not at all, but still under the umbrella of very, very traditional, um, kind of sense. So let me tell you real briefly about Jessica Weaver. She's a CFP, CDFA, CFS, wealth advisor, um, best-selling author, blogger, uh, who helps busy busy business women manage their money and live life on their own terms. She's the founder of Lyft, a hashtag pink fix community, which we'll definitely talk about, uh, for powerhouse women to come together, build their careers and businesses, grow their wealth, and form lasting relationships. Um, she's also known as Not Your Father's Advisor, um, known as the blogger, right, of Not Your Father's Advisor for her very unique, fun, women-focused, and effective money management blog. There's so much more, um, but welcome, welcome, Jessica Weaver. That was a mouthful. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I'm so surprised I was able to read that. Uh, I usually screw that up. So, so yeah, tell them, I think before you tell them how awesome your life is and what you've, what you have now, because who cares about now? Everybody cares about that, but let's hear where you were four years ago, because you weren't down in the dumps by any, by any stretch. You had a pretty decent business, but you're, I mean, you've just grown so much since then. So tell them where you were when you first started. I feel like it's been such an evolution. My gosh, looking back four years ago, pre-kids for both of us. Right. Rob and I have this habit of I get pregnant, she gets pregnant, I get pregnant, she gets <laughs> pregnant. True. So I'm totally a copycat. I'm like, oh, Jessica's pregnant again. Poof. You're so competitive. <laughs> I'm very competitive. But you win every time. Your kids are like, what, a few months older than mine? Just a few months. Yeah. But th- looking back, I was making good money, but I think like a lot of the women drawn to you, it's not so much about the money, it's the impact and really these dreams, knowing that we were here for something bigger and better than just this servicing client accounts, right? I was just frustrated. I wanted to do programs. I want to do events, a blog, all these things, but I kept getting shut down by my firm. I kept, they weren't going anywhere. And I really didn't know how to get them up and running and to be successful with it. I'd have a few events, but I wouldn't really get clients. They wouldn't translate into helping more women. So I just kept having these blocks. And that's what we're talking about earlier. I just felt frustrated. I felt desperate, not desperate for the money, but desperate to make a real change and impact to really splash a big wave in the traditional financial planning industry. I wanted to make my mark. And the more frustrated I got, I didn't realize how much it was affecting me on a personal level. And I was becoming more and more unhappy 
I was becoming probably even depressed at times. It was affecting my relationships. It was affecting my relationship with my now husband. And I knew something needed to change. And of course, you popped into my LinkedIn messaging and something about the words you use. I don't know. It just felt like a breath of fresh air. I'm like, all right, I should have a call with this. Let's check this girl out. And we had a conversation. And I remember you proposed a strategy session for me. And we, I committed to it and I got home. I'm like, Eric, I was so excited. I'm like, I'm going to do a whole marketing business planning strategy session with this woman. And I thought that was, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just this amazing revelation. Like people can help me do this. I'm like, I'm going to get so much out of it. I was completely in, I was committed to it. And I just remember bragging about it to everybody around me, like, I'm going to do the strategy session. <laughs> That's so cool. And then, <laughs> and, and then, then here it was we such go. a letdown. No, 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 just kidding. No, um, no, we go into the, the femme mentorship program, which my goodness, I think our first weekend, I just started crying because it was the first time being in such a male dominated industry and my own firm being all male advisors where their wives are stay at home moms. So I felt like a fish out of water. Nobody could relate to me and I couldn't relate to them. And then to finally be in a, a room, I'm going to start crying now, to be in a room of women who were just like me, understood me, were ambitious, determined, very focused. It was just amazing to, there's other women like me out there. And I think that's the thing, Robin, you bring together, because already we're uncommon, women financial advisors, we're uncommon in our industry. But then you kind of go us next step, like you find the uncommon among the uncommon women. Like the best is the best. It's kind of a different breed mentality mindset. You know, and like some, and it's fine if you just want to service accounts, you just want to be a financial planner. You like having the flexibility, the time that's fine. Maybe you just want to grow that side. But if you really want to have a legacy significance in this life beyond just the money, the success is surrounding yourself with women that you bring together. Yeah, that's awesome. I that's awesome that we kind of went back there because um, we don't talk a, a lot about the beginning and where you were. And even though that wasn't really the beginning for you, right? You had been in the industry for how long when we first met? Probably five or six years. Because five or six been- years, and now it's been another four. So you've been about a decade in the industry. Yeah. And I mean, the amount of success you've had now is is more than even I'm sure you even imagined. But like you said, it wasn't just about the success; it was so much about the impact and what you could create. Um, and, and how you can really change lives. And that's what I am all about. And that's why I love, I, I think you're right about the, the community. That's one of my, my most proud moments or my most, like my, my, the, the thing I'm most proud about is that I can find women and attract the right women. And which is why I like to teach women like you how to do that, because it's so important. You're, if you're going to work your, your, your butt off and, and do so much around and leave your kids for the day and, and, and be building your business, you might as well freaking love it. So to have an ideal business, you got to have ideal clients. And that's why you're, you're one of them, but I love helping women like you attract those women. So, or, or, or your ideal clients, not always women, I guess. But tell me, um, so you've, what, what's really cool is, is you took a lot of the strategies that I taught and, and I think the end result so that, you know, the listeners that you know what Jessica is all about, you were al- already doing some things non-traditional because you had a blog even before we met called Not Your Father's Advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really took that to a much larger degree and you've been able to use online strategies 
Um, you've been able to leverage your time. I know when uh, COVID hit, you were like, well, my business is already 50% virtual anyway. So it wasn't that big of a shift for you. It wasn't that big, like hard of a hit. Um, you leverage your time a lot when it comes to um, team, having a team to help you and automation, automating things, not to mention you do a lot of group stuff, which is you're, you're now LPL. And under that umbrella, it's like, that's a, you know, it's an independent firm, but that's pretty traditional. And you're doing a lot of things outside the traditional sense. So let's start with one of those things. What, what do you feel like kind of how you moved into that arena? Like, where did it start and how did you do that? Oh my gosh. It's, it's been such a journey and it's always been, when I talk to other advisors, I'm like, it's not like I got, I went from there to here. It was constantly steps, testing things, reworking and coming back to you, obviously, time and time again, like, okay, this is the issue. This isn't working. How do we shift it? What What's the energy? What's the messaging that we need to put out there? So it really started with doing, I was doing group women's events where I'm bringing women together for a workshop or a speaker. And right away, you're like, stop using the financial, like the pre-approved materials, And right away, there was a difference when I could actually talk to women in our own words, in our own terms, giving them stories. And every time they're like, I resonate with Anditi, I resonated with that woman, I resonated with Karen. So right away, when I started sharing stories about women, they were put in those shoes and they could see their lives and the track that they're on, where it was going to lead them versus the track they would be on with me. So I think changing the messaging is so important. And then I would start doing one-on-one programs with women. And I love doing- Let me break that down real quick before you go into one-on-one programs. So um, one of the things we talk a lot about- (laughs) (laughs) And I know those of you listening are like, oh, okay, don't use pre-approved materials, but like, I can't get it through compliance or um, what do you mean? Like, what am I supposed to teach? You know, And one of the things that I've talked a lot about is- Instead of educating, motivate. Don't educate, but motivate. And that was a big shift for you because I remember specifically on our strategy session, actually, you were talking about how you and you work, by the way, you didn't mention, but you work with your father and your brother, not just male dominated, but in your family. Um, But you were doing all these retirement seminars and you guys were paying to fill the rooms and get people there, get people there. And you had a ton. I mean, you guys had a lot of, lot of attendance back then. This was, you know, four years ago and, but you weren't having the conversions. Right. And so you're using these pre-approved materials. And what is what are those pre-approved materials doing? Typically, they're educating, they're educating, they're educating, and it doesn't drive action. And if you want to change lives and you want to transform people's lives, you have to drive action. And like you just said, telling the stories and giving like problem. This is what someone's Karen, you know, her her challenge was before. And it's not a challenge of how do I invest my money? It's not necessarily, although that could be a challenge. It's usually not what they're talking about. It's the stress around money. It's feeling maybe less than when it comes to their relationship. It's, um, you know, feeling like they don't know how to make financial decisions and having those real conversations using stories and, and talking about the, the real challenges that people face, like one layer deeper and then another layer deeper is what will drive them to then actually do something about it. Yes. 100%. So, so you shifted that and you actually had what we call exclusive events, but you did like, you actually helped me bring our exclusive event idea to a greater level by, by using different ideas around how to get people to think like these women to think about what they really wanted and what was holding them back. Do you want to add a little bit on that? Cause I know you did a great job with those, those different types of events. Yes. I, 
my, and this is, again, it's always morphing. So in the beginning I would do exclusive events to bring new clients in and I would invite clients. Usually this is a nice thing about working with women. They're going to bring a girlfriend, their sister, their mom, they're going to come together. So they're always bringing new people to me and I would partner with somebody who could kind of tie in with the topic. Maybe it's organization, right? Organize your money, organize your life, your house. Then they would open up their network to this event and bring people as well. So we will kind of cross market each other. I did um, a hypnotherapist who works with anxiety. So who doesn't have anxiety about money in one shape or form? So I would partner with somebody. And then I was getting so many people who wanted to partner with me for an event. I would have them come to an event that was already going. And I say, you bring your women and you could basically get like a commercial well, I'll give you a shout out, the type of work you can do. You can do your audio logo. So not only I could bring more professionals together instead of just having to partner with one, they would be very engaged in the conversation. It would give a lot of value to the women coming to it. They would also bring women with them and they would get a shout out during it. And then they could do a follow-up with the attendees. So I started doing that with these retirement roundtables, bringing four or five professionals among the other women coming and getting in 10, 20 women into a, a group, just like a conference room I'm in right now and having conversations about retirement. And I'd have, I'd actually set a timer, Robin, and we will go over four main topics. We would do lifestyle, money, health, and legacy. So I would put 20 minutes on the timer and I would say, what questions do you have about lifestyle? And they would spit them out nonstop. It was kind of, it really was like a round robin round table. And then we would come up with what solutions we could, but it would always spur more, obviously more questions and wanting more information. So that became the follow-up afterwards for the women. They would you, all get a sheet. Were you answering those questions or were all the experts? I would, but then obviously like the legacy to have an estate attorney and then she right. would chime in as well. So it got to show her expertise and show she's part of our team, right? Because then you're expanding your team with these professionals and giving more value when people become clients. Now we have our estate attorney you just go to talk with. So it became a huge value for me, for the professionals and then the women at attending them. It really was just this huge win-win for everybody coming into them, but exclusive events are such an amazing way to start. And I think the biggest thing is to always be very vulnerable in the beginning. And this doesn't probably sound right because you want to feel like a strong, empowering woman. But in order to do that, we kind of have to break that barrier, that perception of us and let them know that we're just like them. And once you shed that barrier, I've had women admit they've had miscarriages. I've had women admit the, the most craziest things in a group setting of women because now they feel safe. They feel what safe. are some of your, because I like to hear this as well, like, and what are some of the things that you've shared about your vulnerabilities that helped you break down those barriers? The one that I went through a lot was when I had a postpartum depression with my, after my first daughter and I had three revelations during that process of realizing I had postpartum depression, realizing I was hiding from it. And I would share this story about how I was busying myself to death to distract myself. And I think we are all guilty of that in some way in our life that we will just, we'll be productive, we'll be busy, but we're not really moving forward, right? We're just busying our lives. 
I realized I needed help. I couldn't do it alone because what was happening? I was only getting worse trying to do it alone. And that's usually what happens with people and their money. The more they try to DIY it, do it themselves, Google it, the farther away they're going to get from their dreams. And I realized it took time and money to make a real lasting change. I needed that investment in myself to be able to be better for my clients, for my family. So I would even, when I would get speaking engagements, and this is the thing too, Robin, because of the exclusive events, people started talking about me and then they wanted to bring me into their communities. And I would, I get like two to three speaking engagements a month. Whereas before that, nobody wanted me to speak if it was about asset allocation and budgeting. Right. Nobody, nobody's excited about that retirement planning. But then because it was different, it was new, it was a fresh take, I started getting invited to speak all over the United States and now all over the world because it's virtual. It's so easy to hop on these Zooms overseas, anywhere in the United States. That's awesome. So, and then- Kind of my my definition of exclusive events, those of you who haven't heard that term, is it's exclusive in the sense that you're targeting a specific person. It's exclusive, meaning that you're targeting, let's say, you know, women who are, you mostly work with retired or pre-retired women, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, and we can get more specific on that, but basically we're, t- she's, she's very specific about who she's targeting to. What you mentioned, alluded to before Jessica was, was the messaging. And I talk a lot about that is like, you know, you, you want to drive behavior. What drives people is their beliefs. And what drives beliefs is the messaging that they hear. So, and that's like, so overlooked in the financial industry. Like, I don't think anyone even talks about messaging. I don't think they really know what messaging is, but that means that the words that you say, what you're talking about, or just using that, that, that example they use, like the messaging of a talk about asset allocation, or, you know, even investment strategy is very, very different than something around your mindset or something around, you know, like anxiety around money. Like even though people don't necessarily want to be, oh, I'm so anxious about money. If you frame it in a way that makes them feel safe, that makes them feel like, hey, we're, we're in it together. Like we experienced this and it's okay. And there's a way out. They actually want to talk about that because they want their problem solved. So that's, that's messaging. Um, so it's exclusive in regards to that, uh, the, who you're targeting exclusive in regards to the messaging and exclusive in regards to the size. Typically it's, it's, they're not like hundred people. It's, we're, we're not trying to just fill a big room because we want them to have that safe space. So that's one thing you use for leveraging your time in regards to really the marketing side. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the delivery side? Because you also have done something like very untraditional things with your retirement club. Yes. Yeah, so I started with one-on-one programs to get kind of the content of what I wanted to teach. And you'll see right away how redundant things are. You're like, I'm teaching the same thing to the next person where I could pull them together teach the same thing and they'll get so much more value because I always say, I'm going to have different questions than you're going to have Robin, right? I intake information very differently than my husband does. So having people who are your peers in the same situation you are, they're going to ask different questions or have a different perspective or mindset around something. One and two, you're going to see them having results, as you always say, and they'll think, well, if they're doing exactly what just told them to do and they're getting an extra $2,000 a month, well, if I do that, I should be able to get the same results or similar success. So when you're going to learn better and they've proven, right? They've proven that learning in a social environment is so much better than learning in isolation. That's why kids thrive in school. So I think having group programs is so beneficial to them. And for me, 
I'm more energized because I'm only delivering this education to a group once and not every night, right? <laughs> the same thing every time again and again. So it brought the women together. It really formed bonds around them. I mean, one woman, she's like, I would never have gone through with my divorce if I didn't have this group there to support me the entire way. And I saw her right before her first mediation. She was like, I'm proud of myself. And when I met her before, she would have never, never have even asked for the divorce. She would have stayed miserable for another 20 years, right? Wow. So it's amazing the support and the bonds they form. And it's also helped me leverage my time. I had a new baby and planning. Then I had my second son. I, I can't be out every evening. And I think that's a big problem in this male dominated industry. What I saw and what I was told is you need to be available at your clients back and call. You need to be available on weekends in the evenings. My husband works night shift every other month. I'm like, this is impossible. We got kids now. And I needed to find a way for it to work, like you say, on a woman's terms. And it doesn't mean that we're giving them less value. In my mind, we're giving them even more value. And people always ask me, well, if I'm going to do a group program, I should charge less than my individual program. <laughs> this is your face. Like, <laughs> You need to go talk to Robin. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Not necessarily, yeah. No. Well, I think people really underestimate the value of group, but then especially now after with, with what we've experienced with COVID, like people like crave community so much. So it's where, you know, a year ago it was valuable. Now it's like way more valuable than it was. And, and the longer we have things like lockdown and masks and, and who knows when you're listening to this recording, but like the longer we have this isolation and less of that connection, the more we need it and the more valuable group programs become. And so you were able to create the retirement club and I know you have other programs, but that was a big one. Right. And so that was not only did it leverage your time because you brought groups together, but also there's an online component where you're meeting virtually on zoom mm -hmm. and those sort of things. Right. Yes. So it was, it was nice because I think most advisors are all in person. That's how we're told. That's what we're trained to do. So I was already doing probably half and half and going even more on the virtual side because at least then I can do evenings after my kids are tucked in virtually. So I would do, we would have events in person. I would have one-on-ones with the women as well, but those are even more effective because we got all the fluff stuff done, right? We got all the education, the strategies, everything done in the group setting. Now we could do even more one-on-one -on -one together. We could dive in even deeper and not waste our time on the other stuff. And then we would do the virtual ones. So then COVID hit and we were able to just keep going as forward in a virtual world. And it's not like it, our attendees dropped. I mean, we were going strong the entire time. With yeah, it. Did and your business actually grow? We've had, yeah, we've definitely had our best year going forward and the women loved, like you said, having that connection. And the biggest piece is the accountability. That's why a lot of the women work with me, the accountability, because even if life gets in the way and they might go MIA for a little bit, they're always coming back. They're always going to come back because they have a whole community around them. Yeah. The community is huge. And that's so unusual in the industry, which you yes. know, from now from my perspective, it seems so weird not to have that because 
Well, about community, a community. So like you said, you know, you can get teary eyed just thinking about your first day in femme, just like just to have that community and have people like you around you. And that's the whole idea of why it's so important to target your marketing to people you want to work with to the right people because they're similar. And so they have similar problems. They have similar, uh, they want similar results. And so it's like that community is, is pretty instant. I mean, and it's really cool because, um, you know, Lisa Chastain is also <laughs> has been on the podcast and, you know, I'll have a lot of other women that, you know, on the podcast that it's like, you are still friends with, you do events with, you have these bonds that you have forever. And I always say, you know, even with my community is like, even if they're not working with me, if you're not working with me in some capacity in five years or something, it's like, you still have each other. It's just so amazing. Like to create that in the traditional sense is very much like, I meet with an advisor, you know, or as an advisor, you meet with your clients and uh, look at, do portfolio reviews. And yes, you'll go deep. And sometimes as an advisor, regardless, you feel like a therapist because people will start telling you things when you start talking about money can get really emotional. But I think you get even a level like much, much deeper when you get to that point where you have the community. And like you said, Jessica, you're being vulnerable with them and real with them about like what's going on in your life. So that's amazing. So um, what other online strategies? So we kind of, I'm bouncing a little bit back and forth between like leveraging your time with what you talked about with doing the exclusive events. Um, that's the marketing side and then leveraging your time in regards to like having group programs on the delivery side. And then some of that's virtual and online as well. And now I know you're, you're starting to do some, uh, marketing as well on the virtual side. So what are you doing virtually that's working for you on the marketing side? I would say right now, all of our marketing is virtually. I mean, we do, um, you know, speaking engagements, obviously are virtually, but our social media, our, even our emails, our blog posts, and we purpose everything. I mean, a blog post will become five different social media posts, become an email, and then we follow up with it or we do a video. And then we just started doing Facebook ads. So we do visibility ads where we're just pushing out. So people get to know me more. They see my videos or if we have an event, we'll put some money behind it. And then for my second book, Time to Refine, we do a free book funnel so that they can get the book. They just pay for shipping. And then we can push them up to another tier item, which is my retirement prep kit. And then they can get a call with me. So we just started doing that this fall. Yeah, this early fall with it. And to be able to get leads while I'm sleeping is just amazing. It's, it's <laughs> amazing cool, right? to not it's have really- to, to work so hard or to find, because at some point you kind of tap out of your bubble and you need to find out how am I going to get beyond the people who already know me, right? Who already are talking about me. How do we get to that next group of people? And it's, it's very hard. I think that's where a lot of people end up tapping out and they kind of go stagnant for a little bit or they give up. So having the Facebook ads to be able to hit people all over the United States, all over anywhere, anyone who's using Facebook really is amazing. And what's nice, Robin, is with this virtual world, our community, even though our new Lyft community, we're going to have some in person, hopefully. But I have women all over the States now joining. And they're joining because of, I have a mother, daughter, and sister, so it's a mother and her sister and then the daughter and they're all in different states, but they're all part of this community, right? Awesome. Women from Texas just joined. So now we're really are going all over the United States and we can. And it's. Yeah, it just collapses borders. I mean, um, and I was going to say, a good way it's, to say it's it. a really big step for you because I remember, you know, having this conversation because it's it's expensive. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, most people are very, very scared to start spending any money on marketing. And, and it seems like again, it's the things that they're not used to hearing about, right? So if you, I think most most 
of the women who are probably listening to this, who have a pretty successful business have probably paid for seminars. And that's because it's just accepted, right? You're like, Oh, okay. Five grand for a seminar. And like, you know, like this is working in the, this works in the industry. You do one of these dinners or something like that. And, and you got to pay five, 10 grand, whatever it is, you fill a room and then someone becomes a client. And because you have such a great model, as far as you have recurring revenue, you get AUM, like you can do some insurance, whatever, like you can, you can get that back. You'll get that back at least in six months, if not a year, if not, if not, you know, multiple of that. So that's easy. But then when it comes to like something unknown, like Facebook ads and the online world or LinkedIn messaging, like marketing, things like that, I think there's just a lot of unknown in in the industry from that. And then of course there are the compliance hurdles, which people, people have, but it's totally doable. It's just like, you got to find a way. And I'm sure some people listening will say not for my firm. Well, that might be true, but how can you think outside the box and do things differently? Because you, just like you said, like you, in your bubble, right. In your warm market, you only have so much, like you can get to six figures, warm market. You can probably get to two fifty in your warm market and you can do those things, exclusive events. You can do things organically, meaning not paid, but once you get to two fifty, to get to 500, to get to a million, there's no way to do it without paid traffic. So that's either paying for seminars, fine butts and seats that, that works paying for leads in some ways, but usually those leads are like really sought after. Like if you do those paid leads type of things, like you're like, I don't know how many people are buying those same leads. So now you're competing with those and then you don't even have great messaging. Right. So I think a lot of, a lot of people are doing that. So what you've really, I think prepared yourself for to be able to do Facebook successfully is that, you know, who you're marketing to, you know, you know, their problems, you know what they want, you know, what's going to reel them in and you're not reeling them in and talking about asset allocation and, and investment strategies, but instead you're talking about the things that you typically talk about with your clients, which is the real stuff, which is the deeper stuff, which is why the messaging works and why Facebook works. Cause I understand why people don't use Facebook because it won't work with that crappy messaging. Like it really won't no. work very well. Oh gosh, no. That's the thing, what you said, you look and sound like everybody else. And once you do that, there's no trust. They could work with anybody that you just change the name on the door and it'll be another same advisor. So you look and sound like everybody. And what we found were the clients weren't very sticky. They weren't those loyal clients because like I said, you sound like everybody else. So it it's very easy for them to make a switch and go to a different advisor. Whereas if you're using your own words, your own messaging, and you hit somebody in the core to the core and they really resonate with it, they're going to become clients for life. They're going to become loyal and they're going to become what I've noticed is the best referral people because they're drinking the Kool-Aid. They get it. They love it. They worship it. They can't live with it. I remember reading a book and they said, you want to get them across the bridge to the point where they could never go back over the bridge, right? And that's what our messaging does. It gets the, our stories, it gets them onto the bridge and over the bridge. And you don't want them to ever even think about going back over the bridge. There's, their life is completely different, complete transformation that they are with you forever. It's like a slide on the other side of the bridge. Like they get over the yes. bridge and then they and just then slide down into like having the best life they ever could imagine. Um, so, so give us a few things like of how your life has changed and we'll kind of wrap this up, but how, how has your life changed over the last, you know, four years or so, um, just making these changes in your business, because obviously you're making more money, but like you said, it wasn't really about the money, but give us some examples of really what's changed for you. A big one, like I would love to have speaking engagements before I'm like, how, what do I speak about? Who's going to, how do I get them? How do I market them? And then to go to getting, you know, two to three a month was a huge shift to having our community where people, women pay to 
before, right? We're enticing them. We'll do free consultations. We'll give everything free to you. Just come in my door. Whereas now they're actually paying to come to the event. And that's the thing too, having clients and women in our community who are grateful and want to pay you the money instead of begging for clients and chasing after people, which is another huge thing that you talk about. And we didn't even mention this, but your, your retirement club actually has a fee and it's an outside business activity and you're able to make money just from the actual, you know, basic, I don't know if you call it coaching, but program itself, not to mention on the back end, all the assets and all the other, you know, ancillary business. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they are committing to the time, money to it. And then they become amazing, amazing clients because we've done so much work together. I know their life story. Having a whole team of support, like I would never have thought to have, I have, you know, my assistant, my website person, the Facebook ads, a PR person, getting another assistant just to help with the operational side, which I'm doing today. I mean, that was, I would never have known I'd be able to do that. And it takes me out of the whole operational side of it, the stuff that we don't really love doing and really a waste of our time and energy and putting me out so I can do the speaking engagements. I can do these events. I can be out there growing this community of ours. So having that, I think my income's gone up, what, 100, 200, 300% since we started working together, right? I can't exactly remember, but I mean, every year. And that's what the biggest thing is, I think, blocks for us again is like, we think our income can only be X amount. We only can work with so many people. But once you start shedding those beliefs, those things that have been weighing on is like the floodgates can open up and all of a sudden you have an amazing year and having more consistent leads and sales and conversions is another big piece to that growing income. Instead of having these peaks and valleys, having it be more and more consistent and tracking it and seeing what's working, what's not working. I just did that last week. I did a whole dump of like, what worked last year? What didn't work last year? What are we going to continue doing this year? And and that's from you. Tracking that stuff is so important. So you're not just throwing money and energy at something that's not going to work anymore. You tested it. Let's actually make it work this year. So, so so many ways my life has changed. I can't even, it's hard to think back to who I was way back then. Um, to now having two kids, so being able to do all of this while going through two pregnancies, two births, two very quick maternity leaves. You and I don't really like to take maternity leaves. <laughs> What's a maternity leave? We'll just keep working. Wait, people take months off? No, we'll just keep yeah, going. Yeah. They sleep most of the time anyway. They're fine at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. I, and I do like to brag a lot about you when it comes to, I think the shifts that you've made as as far as a person, I mean, it's like you, you were always there, but like you can, I like to show the picture of you back, you know, four years ago when you look, you know, you're wearing your black blazer and your hair in a bun. And, yeah. you know, if you have makeup on, it was very minor. Now you like the, the pink lipstick and, and wear pink and we should, we should just mention pink fix real quick. Um, but just the way that you look and the way that you hold yourself is completely different. And it's just like, you already were just this amazing person, just ready to be in, unleashed, but then you just completely like, 
just broke out of your shell completely. And just, Mm -hmm. I I love that about you. And then to be able to do that while being pregnant and having a baby, being pregnant, having a baby, like just, and continue to grow your business, not just grow it like, Oh, a little bit, 10%, but massively grow like double multiple times. Like to be able to do Mm -hmm. that is just phenomenal. Like for anyone, but especially a woman who's gone through all of that. So that's very, very impressive. Um, and, And you had to create those systems and you had to, you know, get a team and you had to do all these things. And, but you're, they're one of the most coachable people I've ever worked with where like, I'm like, do this, do that. And it's not that I came up with everything, but you're just so coachable and willing and willing to stretch aside your comfort zone that like that has brought you to where you are. Like, cause there's, there's a lot of scary things that happen like all the time. Um, so, so tell them real quickly about, um, pink fix, and then we'll go into where, where to find you and, and, and follow you. Sure. And I want to add to my clients who saw me before, my change, my transformation, which, I mean, it happened all because of you and Femme. I mean, Femme for life. It's just amazing kind of, um, I don't know, the nurturing, nurturing, but also like pushing and challenging us environment that you've built. is just amazing. And so, but my clients who have seen that change, they nonstop emailing me. I'm just so proud of you. It's almost like they were part of the whole transformation as well. And seeing me grow it was like my parents are so proud of you. This is amazing. That's cool. And then really, I don't know if this would be good or not, but one client and it's a man. He responded. We did this whole celebration email for 2020 about really honoring all the women and the amazing changes that they made in it. He did not like it. (laughs) So I will say there might be, and these just are not the people for you that don't like the change. And it's just because they don't want, they want a traditional, I guess, advisor because they're old school. And that what you've taught me is that's fine. Like, that's fine. He doesn't like what I'm doing. That's actually great. Like, that's really scary for us because we don't like to be, you know. And it's not what we're taught. To criticize. With everybody. Yeah. He's everybody. That's that's such an indicator that you're on the right track and that you're actually doing everything right. Because if you're not like the only way to attract the the people that you want is to repel some of the people that you don't want. And probably he's not your ideal client. I mean, I, I send messages out to my list all the time. There's some guys that respond like, I'm not a woman. And, you know, like, Oh, sorry, I guess you got here somehow. Uh, I didn't, (laughs) maybe it was before I started to target women, but um, I think that's really a good sign. Like if you're not getting, getting any haters, you're not getting people to say nay, boo, whatever, like, then you're not taking enough risk and you're not putting yourself out there enough. So I think that's a really good indicator that you're on the right track and, and you can't be everything to everyone. And, and if you are, you're definitely like missing the boat. You're, you're, you're not getting to the level. Like if you go to the most successful people in the world, it like, there's no, for example, there's no YouTube video that has, you know, a thousand or 2000 or whatever likes and has no, you know, dislikes or thumbs down, you know, there's, there's nothing out there. So like, if you are at that level, like that to me means you are at a level where you're scaling, where you're growing, where this is massive impact, because if you don't have any haters, like we're, we're not on the right track. Like you're definitely just, you're compromising yourself and who you want to be for other people. So I think that's, awesome news. I love that. And that's also good to tell the listeners because it's like, do you think growing and stretching their growing pains? Like you think it's going to be easy. You think they're like, everyone's just going to like you and everything you do. Of course not. And if you expect that, and then someone says, boo, oh, you know, like then you go back in your shell of, oh, I'm not good enough. And you know, I'm not worthy and all these things. When the Mm -hmm. truth is like, that's an indicator that you are doing exactly what you need. You're on the right track, you're growing. And that's perfect. Like you cannot be everything to everyone. That's awesome. I love that. I'm so glad you added that. <laughs> That'd be, but I remember someone telling me you need to 
be cognizant of who's grateful. Obviously, we're always grateful for our clients, but who's grateful to be working with you? And if that's not that two-way relationship, then they probably aren't the right fit for you. And that's fine. Like That's perfectly fine. And I was terrified of that notion before meeting you, but now you kind of embrace it because you know there's just going to be a headache down the road or a problem or a liability. And we're, our time is too precious to be sucked up with that energy. We need that bad, it's like a ninja. We need that bad energy away from us to grow. Yeah. I remember I had one client and I wasn't targeting women back then, but when I was a financial advisor, I had this one guy who had a million dollars. So like, you know, I was happy because AUM, that was good. And those of you who don't have AUM, it's like, let's say 10,000 revenue a year consistently. Like, but he was constantly calling me, like he, he was in his sixties and he was constantly talk, like mad that when the market went down, that his, his money went down and that he wasn't capturing more of the upside and none of the downside. And it was like, he was constantly looking at performance and constantly mad and, and at me. And, and I, I remember like firing him basically, like by just saying like, I, I'm probably not the right fit for you. And it was the scariest thing because one, I didn't want him not to like me. And two, I, you know, I, I appreciated having the revenue. Yeah. Um, but I was like, it is not worth it. It sucked so much, so much of my energy. And I was so stressed. Like the, like if the market went down, I was so stressed because I knew he was calling me or he was emailing me or he was going to be pissed. And I like, I, I just, and it was like one of my clients, but it was one of my bigger clients. And finally, like he was no longer a client. And I was like, oh, and it freed me up to do yeah. other things and help more people. That's great. I think everyone listening can think of at least one of their clients like that. For everyone sure. listening can definitely knows. Probably fire them. Fire them. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell them about Pink Fix. Pink Fix. So that has become our whole move and our whole mission. We actually made it a national holiday. Basically the day that every time we have a new book gets launched. So it is a whole, a whole nother event, really. A day to celebrate is kind of our give back day bring awareness. We have people like you doing videos all over the United States about it. It's really just bringing awareness that there is support and help out there for women, especially around money, but really in anything, whether it's health, mental, your money, your jobs, your career, and just a day to bring women together. It's very big up for women business owners, but everything now we have our lift is our pink fix community. So now we have a whole mastermind of women So I have an estate attorney, accountant, life coach, and mortgage broker, part of the mastermind servicing the women in the community. So it's just cool to see these pipeline dreams that I had four years ago coming into place now. And it's like, it's, it's going to happen. It's just finding the right people to support you and to break down the barriers that we keep talking about to help you execute on them instead of just always kind of like, one day, <laughs> maybe one day it will happen. Actually going out, and that's the biggest thing about FEM is it's so action-oriented. It just, it's like FOMO. If you don't start getting out there and moving and implementing things right away, you're going to have FOMO right away. You're going to, you're we're going to drag you along with us <laughs> no matter yeah. what. I think it's just amazing the, the group of women that, and the caliber of women, and they're all so supportive. I think that's the biggest thing too is the, celebrating. That was a big thing about pink fix. I have clients who are like, I just got a raise. And I'm like, tell me about it. We get excited because who else do you get to tell about money successes with? You can't tell your friends, oh, I just earned an extra $100,000 last year. They would have looked at you with like, who are you? 
It's sad. I know. That's what we like to celebrate that stuff. That's awesome. And I, it's just so impressive that you made it a national holiday. This is now a national, like who does that? Like just, just Jessica Weaver does it. Like you find a way to make a national holiday that every year, what is it? May 17th? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I got it. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. So hashtag pink fix, check that out. Um, where, what's the best way to find you, follow you? Oh yeah. Our blog is on jessicaweaver.com. Not your father's advisors. there. all of our events, books. Everything's right there on jessicaweaver.com and our social media stuff. So yeah, come see how much, I mean, it, when I get people, even the firm, financial firms are like, wow, you're doing something very different. Like right away, it's just a way to stand out to make your mark on it. So it's, and now I have recruiters for our firm. They're like, I meet women like you and I don't know where to put them. They're like, now I know to send them right to you. So it's just a way when you stand out, people start talking about you. They remember you and it's going to end up benefiting you. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've done so amazing just building a personal brand when personal branding hardly exists in the world of the financial world. So, uh, or the financial industry. So that's just amazing. Um, anything you, you have to give them for free that might be cool. Yeah. We could give them a free ebook of my time to refine. Okay. You can check out what someone who actually, uh, has knows what messaging is, what, what someone would write um, in a book like that. This is her second book, uh, international best-selling book called Time to Refine. Where do they get it? Yeah. Can I send you the link? Would you yeah. be able to post a link with it? Um, we can post the link. Is it is it hard to remember? Uh, yeah. Hold on. I can grab it. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't prepare you for that. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, get that as well. And those of you who, um, who just want to check out like all the different things that Jessica is doing, definitely go to her website, jessicaweaver.com. And we will post the link here as well. And if you, if you don't hear it, yeah, let's just. All right. Ready? Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's a little long. Jessicaweaver.ck.page slash (laughs) free dash TTR dash ebook. So yeah, it might be easier. (laughs) Awesome. It, it looks easy, but then reading it out loud to the audio right now, okay. you could just remember that. Well, you can rewind it and rewind it and rewind it again until you have a piece of paper. Now we'll, we'll get it on the site. So if you're, if you're here listening on iTunes or something like that, just make sure to come back and grab that link. Otherwise just go to jessicaweaver.com and you'll check out lots of cool things from her. Thanks so much for joining us out there. Thank, Thank you, you Robin. Weaver. That was amazing. All right. Goodbye now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.